It's time for the Showtime and Timberwolves Show with your hosts, Paladino Joey and the People's Champ, Vince Germano. Showtime and Timberwolves show, or Showtime and T-Wolves show, whatever you want to say. I'm your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awajan, and with me, the people's champ from Melbourne, Australia, or actually Victoria, Australia, Vinrock, Vince Germano. I actually thought that was Shaq for a minute there. Did I did I do it well? You did it very well. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> I didn't mind that one at all. <laughs> oh, thank you, that was fun. Oh, that was fun. <laughs> I've been wanting to do that, so... Yeah, as you can tell, we like to flip-flop uh, who's the host, who's the uh, co-host on this one from time to time. So you got the Paladino back uh, back in the uh, the captain's chair for this one. You got the first officer over there. <laughs> that was my Jean-Luc Picard impression. So, uh, pardon me, but so, yes. That one, that one, that one wasn't as good. <laughs> it wasn't the best. No, I, I, I have not been catching up in my Star Trek Next Generation. I'll be doing that pretty soon, but... Well, first things first, it is time for the beer check. What's your frothy today? My frothy is uh, a bit of James Bogue from, uh, it's a James Bogue, uh, James <laughs> Bogue light from Tasmania. Oh, cool. Uh, for breweries out there, it is a very nice drop, actually. It's one of my favorite light beers. James Bogue, right? Hmm. Yep. Very, very cool, very cool. Well, over here in Golden Valley, Minnesota, crack, there it goes. <laughs> it's a... <laughs> 8-Bit Pale Ale from Tallgrass. I, I was going to go with the Buffalo Sweat, but no, nah, I'm in an 8-Bit mood right now. So, classic can. Obviously, uh, for those of you locally here in the Midwest area, if you see a can with Pac-Man licking his chops on it, you have found 8-Bit, and you better get it because it's awesome. And Tallgrass uh, has approved a sponsorship with <laughs> with all three of the shows that go on, especially this one because this is a, a uh, you know, we specialize in... Having a yeah. frothy on the side, See yeah. So I want to thank, I want to thank Barb and Tom. Uh, it's unofficial yet. What will be coming my direction? And gotta help out Vince over there too. Doggone it! <laughs> yes, uh, they need to get some beer over there. They need to get hurry up and do that. Yeah, want some eight bit over here. Yes. I've tried finding it over here. Uh, there was a lady who used to run a, a website called uh, Flinders Portfolio. Mm-hmm. She used to import a lot of beer, but uh, she seemed to have uh, disappeared. So I'm still, I'm still trying. I'm still trying. Yeah, it could happen. That would be, oh, man, wouldn't that be awesome? Mm. Yeah, I think you will like it, and the listeners would definitely like this as well. I mean, I haven't heard a single person tell me, oh, no, I don't know about that one. So <laughs> it's, a, it's a worthwhile investment. Little little bit of hops in it, of course. So there you go, hop rocketed, as they say. So there you go. 
Are we ready to talk Wolves and Lakers? Well, I was born uh, ready. Up, yeah. <laughs> so really, ultimately, been a quiet week for the Lakers. We could start in that direction at this point in time. It, it was a quiet, uh, quiet overall week. You basically played the Spurs twice and just didn't go so well. Seemed you used to have the Spurs number in the past. Now it seems like it's uh, the worm has turned. Unfortunately. Yeah, you're right. We did used to uh, just knock them out of the playoffs every now and then, but that was when we were good. Yes. Uh, and not coached by an absolute peanut. But, uh, you know, we were competitive for a couple of quarters and then remember the draft pick, so we took the foot off the gas a little bit. And uh, that's all. That's that's the story of the Lakers, you know, for the last how many ever games there, there is left. Just think of that draft pick. Let's get a Randall or a Parker or a Wiggins or Dante Exxon from Australia. That'd be nice. But, yeah, it's very quiet week. And at the moment we're getting... Our pants pulled down by the uh, Wizards. <laughs> yep, that's the current game right now. That's flashing on the old uh, Samsung S4. They're they're not a sponsor yet or anything, but I'm just saying. That's <laughs> flashing out there. Look at you. Yep, look at you. Yep, that, that's going to be a T-shirt. <laughs> and I did appreciate when the Lakers did knock off the Spurs because I, I hate the Spurs more than I ever hated the Lakers. So so I did appreciate when the Lakers did have their number in the past. Um what was I leading towards? Yeah, uh, so you're calling Adam Silver a liar that that that, that teams don't tank? Well, I don't, I don't think the I don't think the players tank. Yeah, no, uh, no one can ever convince me players go out there to uh, lose because they, I just don't think players have that in them. They're too competitive. But I think mm-hmm. coaches and GMs do everything they can to make the team lose. You know, with a silly trade here and there and. You know what I mean? A, a waving of a player here and there. So, yeah, there is some form of tanking going on in the front office. Yeah, I do agree. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, certain times you trade away all the as many starters as you can. I mean, and I I actually enjoy seeing young guys play as long as well as long as they make the team more interesting than some of those starters. I could name a certain team uh, just about just about uh, three four miles down the road here, six hundred first Avenue. <clears throat> but anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there's sometimes you you need to tank. Sometimes you just have to, I suppose. And obviously, this type of draft, you like it uh, as long as it's not you know Mark Madsen style of tanking. That's the worst type you could. Have. You know, that is the worst type I've ever seen. Look at how mighty was a two time champion with us. That's the one thing, but yeah, over here he was trying to be a three point champion. Yet he's still over <laughs> over X. You know, like whatever number it was, like. 19 he was in that game. Oh, that, that was good times. Good times. End of the day, mate. End of the day, he's still got more championships than Timbles. Damn it. Yeah, two. Damn it. <laughs> he's smoking us. He's, he's, got us. he's definitely got us whooped in a big way. So that's about, yeah, that's about the rundown for the, for the Lakers so far, huh? For this week. Kind of quiet, nondescript. Yep, yep. So, well, we, should, we could say, you know, one nice positive today is that uh, Steve Nash made a comeback today. Yeah, I just saw him walking out there. there five, assists, five assists in eight minutes, hit a nice floater. So uh, mm-hmm. let's, hope, uh, <laughs> let's hope he can stay healthy from here on out. Yeah, and, and into next season, I mean, that's a huge it's a huge thing. Hey, if he, if he can come back healthy next season, at least, you know, obviously collect the paycheck as well, which I don't really blame him for, as you guys did state on the wonderful Courtside podcast with Hank McCoy. <laughs> Yes, sir. Yeah, that, that is true. You can't blame him for uh, taking a, taking the money. There's not there's no one out there that uh, would knock that back. 
No, you just can't. In this in this economy, oh my! It's like tell that to all the people that are so that hate their job right now. <laughs> oh, we, would, we would kill for it. Yeah, I could leave off non minion. Oh, oh yeah, oh yes. <laughs> That's a lot of eight bit. A lot of eight. <laughs> a lot of ethos. <laughs> a lot of buffalo sweat. Yeah. You might even be able to throw in the vanilla buffalo sweat since the since it's a whole dollar more. Uh oh. <laughs> well, I gotta get my hands on some of those. I spent oh, like, vanilla sounds nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a vanilla stout. Vanilla. It's a stout with vanilla bean in it. And yeah, yeah, I'll be bringing that one on the air at some point. Just tonight, I'm in the eight bit mood. It's been a oh, it's been a hellish <laughs> week. Hellish week. Nice. So one guy that hasn't had a hellish week, and it would be myself and Marcus the Forecaster, at least in terms of and lots of Timberwolves fans because. Well, at least we saw Gorgie Zhang play, and he was uh, Zhang-tastic. He oh, was Zhang-tastic. Finally. Mm-hmm. Finally. And you know what? Uh, remember we I said last week, uh, if he becomes a center, we all hope he can be. Yeah. Peck might be looking over his shoulder saying, when's a trade coming? I mean, if, if Dan can keep producing this sort of stuff, or you've got to think you've got a nice... Uh, trade asset there in Peck. Yeah, I'm telling you, if if uh, if uh, Gorgie Zhang, the possibility of him being a starting center in this league is not is not like it's not something that's in the realm of impossibility. I mean, I could see him, I could see him being a starter in this league. Obviously, the defensive ability, the energy. Well, he made all of his field goal attempts in his first ever start against Dallas. He had. Thought he had five blocks. I'm getting mixed up with a different game, but he had a. That was an awesome little night for the Wolves too. By the way, yeah. oh man, I guess the five blocks was off the bench the other night, but um, man, just lots of energy. Gotta love him. Gotta love him. Well, I think you should have a drink to Gorgie Ding. Absolutely, I will drink to that. Just, just swig a big mouthful for him and uh, raise your can because. Uh, 21 rebounds. Yeah, that's just... You know what? From what I saw, he finishes finishes really well around the basket. Mm -hmm. uh, And he even made a nice pass to uh, Kevin Love. Hit him right on the money after grabbing an offensive rebound. It's just... I actually thought he looked really good out there with Kevin Love. That's the the other thing. The whole chemistry deal... um, there's been talk extensively as well. You got Love and Pekovic in the middle at times. Where's the defense? You know, I mean, sure, you got two guys that can post up, knock, bang people around, score inside, but, well, that's kind of one in the same, except obviously Kevin Love can stretch the floor. But then you bring in Mr. Rim protection. Oh, and gosh darn it, he can actually pass too. And we did notice that in his Louisville days. Not that long ago, obviously, just a year ago in the NCAA tournament, there's this tall, skinny guy wearing number five who was a heck of a passer, nice little mid-range shot. Oh, and by the way, he could block shots quite a few times, just just a couple times. Um, yeah, by the way, the Wolves did have an impressive little win in Dallas, which was nice, but doesn't really encourage me as uh, Tim Rolls making the postseason or anything, even though that was against a team that they were competing against at one point. I do think that hole is about as deep as the hole in the... Metrodome right now. It's a that's a pretty deep hole over there down the street some more. Um but yes, uh Wolves going to Houston. I never I don't know if the Wolves will ever beat Houston again at this rate. But Gorgie Jane got a twenty twenty. Hey. 
Yeah, look, uh, I absolutely love it. And doesn't it doesn't uh, Flip Saunders look a bit more uh, uh, a bit more like a genius now in the GM role when Deng and Deng plays like this? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he got the that was one of the biggest things: shot blocking center, shot blocking center, shot blocking center. As I <laughs> talked about a billion times in the Timberwolves explosion about the last four years, a shot blocking center. He took a shot blocking center in his very first draft. <laughs> Look at him now that he's finally playing. I think he might have held a gun to Adelman's head going into this one. You think well, he had to. Say? He had to do something. Yeah, the, I'll be, would not be surprised if he uh, called Rick in and said, "Come on, let's let's play some of these young guys. See what they've got." Yeah, like what are they? Why are they not playing? The sad part is the old seesaw effect is going on because. I think I talked about this on the last show, too. It's like, okay, now Gorgie's playing, but now Shabazz isn't getting any playing time. And then when Shabazz was getting playing time, Gorgie wasn't getting playing time. And why that is, I have no idea. They play completely different positions. So you got me on that one, Mr. Edelman. You you got me. (laughs) But also a positive I think uh, all you T-Wolves fans should look at is Kevin Love has got to look at Gorgie now and go, if this guy can turn into that that center... Wow. He's got to be happy. I mean, it's got to be uplifting for him. Anything to to try and convince him to stay. You got to think. I mean, the chemistry, obviously, like you mentioned. I mean, he did get four assists against Houston just 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 last night. Um, officially, his first start uh, ever was against Sacramento, by the way, and that was a five block game. Um, yeah. He basically made all his shots in that one too, only seven. But yeah, the chemistry between Love and Zhang. You have faith now that. Yep. You you now have faith that there is weak side defense in there, where in the Love and Pekovic situation, sure Pekovic can have strong defense, you know, strong side defense, but you need weak side defense as well, and now you have it, doggone it. <laughs> yeah, well, I couldn't help thinking that that Love must be absolutely uh, tickled pink that uh, Dang played so well, and and sh- he's been showing his shot blocking prowess and and all that good stuff, so. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, mm-hmm. like I said, for your sake and a lot of other Tewas fans out there, hopefully Love does stay because uh, I'd love to see him and Rubio get that chip. But, you know, this couldn't hurt seeing Deng do this. It couldn't. It's the perfect compliment. Um, yep, like we've been saying. And, well, he's got three games in and he's uh, off to a great start. Hey, why not? The encouragement is definitely moving up at least at the center position. Now you have uh now you have a, a good problem. Now you have a good problem, which I like. It's about time we had a good problem. You know? <laughs> it's about yeah, time. I, I feel your pain. I feel your pain. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh Ricky Rubio's had a very strong week as well. Awesome in that Dallas game. Triple double, fifteen assists, all over the place. Great game. Not not quite as awesome in the Houston game, but Hey, I mean, I'll I'll take what he what he provided in that Dallas game. It was a fun night, even though the Wolves, well, it looked like they were going to lose that game after blowing a twenty point lead. And <laughs> right, and conveniently, when Zheng was sat down, they blew that twenty point lead. But but I'm not bitter about that part or anything. Can you uh, can you just run down Ricky Rubio's triple double? Like, give us give it give the listeners the stats, and then I want you to have a nice big old oh my drink for Ricky Rubio. This was on Wednesday, of course, the Dallas game. As we dig this up, here we go. 22-point night. 8 of 12 from the floor. Attempted a 3, but didn't make it. Uh Uh-oh. 4 steals. He even blocked a shot, the son of a gun. 15 (laughs) assists. 10 rebounds. 
Oh, and by the way, he played almost 50 minutes in the game. But, 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 Stu Benson, he got the triple-double before overtime. Yes, yes. Thank you very much. Yes, thank you very much. <laughs> think you should drink to that? I will drink to that. It's just, uh, uh, to, all the hate, yeah. to all the haters out there, yes. I, hope you enjoyed, I hope you enjoyed that triple-double. Yeah, I mean. That, we... that is going to be happening a lot more regularly, believe you me. I, I totally agree. I think it's coming. I mean, I think there's going to be, I mean, he's already got three. So that's that's nothing to sneeze at. He's already got three. So a lot of those, yeah, a lot of those haters out there, oh, well, overtime doesn't count. But uh, 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 overtime didn't happen. Overtime didn't count when he, before he had the triple-double. So <laughs> And all, this, all these guys are crap on that you can't win a championship without a scoring point guard. Well, two words for you, Rajon Rondo. Yeah. Oh, I love that guy. Oh, believe it or not, even though he's kind of nuts and the troublemaker, <laughs> which Rubio is not. Uh, loved Rondo. He was clutch too. That son of a gun was clutch. He he would make shots at the at the right time. There there are guys that'll they'll make shots all day, all night. Oh, but when you need the basket, forget about it. And that yeah. guy's name is okay. I won't go there. <laughs> There's about 19 of them that I could mention right off the top of my head right now that have worn wool jerseys, but. <laughs> I'll yep. leave that alone. <laughs> uh, so, uh, again, thank you, Ricky and Gorgie. Yes, <laughs> those guys are, oh, I love them very much. So, what's this deal with uh, Jeannie Buss? Uh, there was a Jeannie Buss interview? Yeah, she was on the, uh, I think it was the Mike and Mike show, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they had, uh, I'm pretty sure they had some uh, listeners uh, you could send in your questions. So one said, uh, who is running the Lakers and who, who is Jim Buss accountable to and who does he answer to and all this sort of stuff? And Jeannie said, well, I'm the boss. I'm the governor of the Lakers. That's how my father set it up. Hmm. The buck stops with me. And I've got to say, uh, that was music to my ears. Not that I dislike Jim. Uh, I've defended Jim numerous times. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact is that Everything I've heard about Jeannie is that she's very much like uh, the late great Jerry West. Uh, Jerry West, Jerry Bus, Jerry West is still going <laughs> strong. People, don't I worry. Don't believe you. Yep, I don't believe uh, it. <laughs> so, and you know, she's she's very much like uh, Doctor Bus was, and I think if push comes to shove, if she thinks Jim is dropping the ball, not doing a great job, I think she would remove Jim. But I think she's honestly giving Jim and Mitch. Uh, you know, three, four years to get this, get this thing right, get us back to where we belong. Um, so yeah, I'm just to hear that, and knowing the one that she's in charge, she's running the show and and all that, and not Jim. I'm I'm really happy as a Lakers fan. <laughs> yeah, I can't disagree with that. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, I mean, I didn't like the way Jim handled the whole Phil Jackson situation, and like you said in that tweet uh, a week ago, when you were thinking. Uh, Hey, you know it's kind of it's kind of time to move on. We can't just live in the Phil Jackson past, you know. Yet, yet at the same time, the way Jim handled it wasn't wasn't a good thing either. It probably could actually scare away some potential great GMs of the future per se, or you know somebody somebody new that could come that's uh, emerged in a front office, like maybe a, somebody from the Spurs, somebody from wherever. Yeah, yep. you, you could always bring Jerry Jerry West back. No, I'm kidding. Well, Jerry, uh, the thing maybe, is, Jerry, Jerry uh, I think Jim's the reason why Jerry uh, left. 
Probably. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's why. Mm-hmm. I don't think Jerry uh, would be a full-time GM right now. I think he's a consultant at Golden State. Yeah, he, he just kind of got worn out from the whole thing. I could, you know, you could yeah. definitely see it in the Shaq and Kobe era. Yeah. But hey, he did collect a few more rings, so that was good. He did. <laughs> he did indeed. He got he got he got rich or richer anyway. The rich get richer. <laughs> just a few. Yep, yep. But yeah, no, look, I'm just wrapped with that. So I've got total <laughs> faith in uh, in Jeannie. Absolutely love her. She's a good sort, Jeannie, too, by the way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, and now it's going to be interesting. Who would have thunk it? You get the, you get one in New York, one in LA when it comes to, <clears throat> pardon me, I'm like, my voice is all screwed up here. Sorry about that. Uh, uh, yeah, well, enough, you're not drinking enough beer, mate. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> At least I killed the cough finally. That took about seven months. <laughs> like, what the heck? There was no cold anymore, but the cough wouldn't go away. Mm. But yeah, I mean, you get Phil Jackson in New York, Jeannie Buss in LA, and yet they're, they're, they're engaged. Uh, yeah, that's got that's pretty interesting, I suppose. Just just a little bit. Uh, it'd be it'd be the greatest ever if they went to the finals someday. Even though that might sound very <laughs> far fetched today, but well, who knows? Things turn you around think, faster than you think sometimes. You think mm-hmm. Phil might just throw us a, a nice trade our way? You know, Carmelo for for Kendall Marshall. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> something like that. You never know. I wouldn't be surprised if there was <laughs> maybe not that one, but maybe not that one, but. I wouldn't be surprised if the Lakers are one of the first teams he called because it seems like when somebody leaves an organization, they tend to trade with that organization later on for whatever reason. Maybe there's certain players he liked there or, you know, it's a comfort level. Obviously, Kevin McHale couldn't couldn't stop trading with the Boston Celtics and Danny Ainge, his old buddy. Uh, You know, there's always a comfort level. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I dare say he might throw some cash at uh, Pau Gasol. Wouldn't that be something? Yeah, you know, why not? He does, he does love power, and power loves Phil. Mm-hmm. But all that is out getting silly tweets and messages from friends going, oh, Kirby, you might want to go to the Knicks. I'm like, please. Probably Kirby's not. got a two-year deal. Yeah. Yeah, going anywhere. He's already said he's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty big contract to trade, too. That'd be really tough to make, even in, no matter how much the Knicks wanted. They, I don't know if they'd want to give up, like, whatever players they have, like they did to get Carmelo Anthony at the beginning. Oof. Yeah, that's right. They got uh, they got no no chance of making a deal like that. Yeah, they gave up a lot for Carmelo because matching salaries, all that good stuff, and Denver was Denver. Was Denver. They wanted the whole farm, and they got it. <clears throat> oh, Denver did so well out of that trade, didn't they? They really did. Yep. They really did. Now they're – and then they had, like, such a strange tank in the middle of the year. Now they're, now they're beating Indiana and – Okay, yeah. you know, <laughs> they're ending yeah. the Clippers streak. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that part. <laughs> I like that part the most, yeah. Yeah, Clippers, Clippers are starting to shoot me now. Hate them. So if there's nothing more, we maybe could uh, head to break and come back. Sounds good to me. I'll we'll have to refresh in the old frothy. Yep, it's time to time to get the uh, the 8-bit in the glass. And it is also time to take our break, and then we'll be right back with Retro players and all the good stuff. We'll be right back after this. Do you shop on Amazon? Did you know that you can support this podcast just by doing your normal shopping on Amazon? It's really easy to do. 
Just go to thesportstuff.com and click on one of the many Amazon pictures. Do your normal shopping, and Amazon sees that we referred you, and they give us a percentage. We'd like to thank you in advance for supporting thesportstuff.com, and please use our Amazon link. Now enjoy the rest of the show. Too busy to sit in front of a computer? Simply search for and download Showtime and Timberwolves on iTunes for Apple devices. For Android, find us on the Double Twist app. And for Windows and Blackberry, search for us in the store icon. And now, back to Paladino Joey and Vince Germano. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Showtime and T-Wolves. Follow us on Twitter at Showtime T-Wolves and at Finrock44. Don't forget to call into our phone lines at 209-736-7877. That's 209-736-7877. Now back to Paladino and Vinrock. Hey, welcome back to the Showtime and T-Wolves show. It's time for the retro player. So, would you like to go first? You're with your retro Laker. I would love to go first. My retro Laker is, uh, and I really hope I haven't done this before, but if I have, too bad, he's worth two times, uh, <laughs> is, is uh, Eddie Jones. Ooh, I like it. Uh, we drafted Eddie when we just come off those couple of lean years. We got we got Eddie, and he brought excitement and a lot of nice dunks back to uh, L.A. And I remember one dunk when I was a kid here watching uh, – Lakers play the sixes, and he dunked on Sean Bradley something vicious. And uh, Eddie, Eddie was just—he was just really, really good as a two guard. He could play a bit of the three. Uh, he spent about four or five years at LA and averaged 14, 12, 17, 16, around those kind of numbers. Uh, probably at his best years at Miami, but we don't worry about that. He was always a Laker for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, just teamed up really well with uh, Nick Van Exel and and. Uh, Later on, when Shaq came along as well, so uh, yeah, he just it was he just came along at the right time for us when we we just needed uh, that excitement brought you know uh, brought back to the LA and and helped us get back to the playoffs and winning fifty games under Del Harris. Uh, so yeah, Eddie Jones. I'll yeah, that was that. Mm-hmm, sorry, yep, I'll, I'll drink it. I've got a drink to Eddie. Mm-hmm, yep, yep, I'll I'll join you. You know it. Yeah, I mean, I really, yeah, he was really good. And that was kind of the nice little resurgence time before, you know, it was time to retool for the next dynasty. <laughs> Kept the Lakers very competitive. He did. He was uh, He was just so, so good. You can, and he could guard the, uh, you know, guard the, the really best two guards in the league and even swing over to the three spot and, and guard the three guys. So, Oh, yeah, one of the best defenders in the league. And, boy, I, we were dying to have him here. I, I know that much. We the never the only, had a shooting guard. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I don't blame you, but the only the only knock I had on Eddie was just the big games. He would disappear. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't have that mongrel mentality. Yeah, he wasn't too clutch, huh? No, he wasn't. But uh, mm. oh, I can forgive him for that. He brought a lot of enjoyment. <laughs> yeah, he was fun. He was fun in the right time. So, time for the retro T Wolf. Well, I'm going to go with the guy who. Well, I guess the theme right now we'll go with the guy. We'll go with uh, shot blocking since Gorgie Zhang is kind of special with a little rim protection. 
<laughs> a, a guy who unfortunately is no longer with us, but was a heck of a shot blocker when he was on the Timberwolves, and um, I'll pay my respects to him in a moment too. Uh, Eddie Griffin. Oh wow! Yeah, he was here for a short time, but and uh, well, he blocked shots. I mean, he was a nice rim protector. He had a nice outside shot. His first year here, when the Wolves were able to snag him, well, not really snag him, but yeah, snag him off the the waiver wire at age twenty two. I was thinking in a couple of years, this guy's going to be the second best player on the Wolves behind Garnett. I mean, I, I was that high on him. I was just blown away at how, well, you know, overall talent he was. He could block shots, rebound, hit three point three pointers. Excuse me, just a very valuable guy, especially at a time when the Wolves were, well, there was the, the disappointment was really setting in after a strong, strong top seed season, and then come back and just suck. I was so disappointing that next year. <laughs> But Eddie Griffin gave me a little bit of hope. He blocked almost two two shots a game for about a two-year span. Then he just got flat weird and kind of was out of it, into alcohol and all that. He kind of had gone back into his uh, alcohol problem that was kind of giving him issues and why he left the Houston Rockets. And Unfortunately, well, he ended up dying in a accident where the, a train hit him. He just was... Not paying attention, basically, or I don't know. Actually, it was a suicide. Actually, is what it really was. He just didn't. He just lost his will to live, or what? Just very, very sad story indeed. Um, not sure exactly. Not sure exactly what went 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 wrong with the guy, but man, uh, I'll pay respects to him right now. I'll give him a brief moment of silence. But yeah, um, heck of a shot blocker when he was here, and uh, wish. Really, you know, really, really wish he didn't see that sad end. Yeah, uh, we took a bit of me and a few mates took a bit of interest in Eddie Eddie Griffin when uh, all the way here in Australia. Just we we actually we really liked him, but he obviously had uh, some issues going on mm-hmm. that he uh, unfortunately uh, couldn't get on top of. Which yeah, when yeah we heard heard he had that accident with the train, it was just shocking, you know. So it's a shame he uh, couldn't couldn't uh, get on top of his demons. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. It seemed like it, they were kind of following him from his Houston days on to Minnesota, probably before that, I'm guessing. But then again, I mean, I, I don't know enough to be able to truly say, but I, I'm just guessing that, um, man, a guy with a lot of talent, but just unfortunately, just, uh, yeah, as we said, the demons caught up to him. Yep. Quite a shame. So, yeah, I mean, lots of promise. I mean, like, so I figured, you know, have come out with, uh, I mean, sorry to bring you down and the listeners down, but <laughs> at the same time, I wanted to mention a guy with a nice talent that I really like to see in there as much as possible and block shots, and that's who I came up with. So, again, apologize if I'm bringing people down a little bit. Oh, uh, look, it was, a, it was a good pick, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's uh, nice to pay a, a bit of respect to... Uh, a young guy who was a very good basketball player, but sadly left a bit too early. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Only 24. Yep. Crazy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very, very, very crazy. So, yes. Uh, now now we move to a lighter note and at the same time an, uh, more of an angry note, too. We go, from, <laughs> we, go from, we go from praising a guy to our bar fight award. Who's your bar fight this week? Well... I was listening to another podcast during the week and one of the hosts on that show absolutely 
gave it to the Lakers organization for shutting down Steve Nash just so they could get a look at Marshall and Bazemore and Brooks uh, and uh, all the other young guys we've got. He absolutely lambasted them. He said it was they should be ashamed of themselves. We're a disgrace. Well, I have to say you are an absolute peanut because everybody <laughs> knows, everybody knows that the Lakers respect Steve Nash, have treated him very well since mm-hmm. he's got to the Lakers. Even they were his words, Nash's words. And clearly everybody knows the team comes before the individual. That just goes without saying. Yeah. Everybody knows that. You you have to do what's best for the franchise. And that what's best for the franchise right now is take a look at the look at the and look at the young guys we've got. We need to make a decision on Kendall Marshall at the end of the year. We need to make a decision on Kent Bazemore, on Brooks. We're not going to get to that decision by playing Steve Nash thirty five mm-hmm. minutes a game and having Marshall sit his ass down on the bench. It's yeah. just not going to. It's just not the way you do business. Yeah, I mean, you want to see what you got. I mean, if he's the kind of player you can keep for the next five plus years, it's better to know. I mean, it's better to know that this guy is valuable. So. Can't disagree with a, a single thing there. Obviously, a guy like in Steve Nash, who's at the end of the career, you kind of know what he's going to do, you know, at this point. Exactly good or right. bad. Yeah, yeah, like good or bad. And, of course, well, I mean, it's uh, math, the mathematics don't look so good for the playoffs. So, I mean, it's like, whoa, we've got a little fight starting here in the background. Speaking of Steve Nash and yeah. Jordan Hill, what the heck? No, not not them fighting, but ganging up a little bit. Um <laughs> Looks like I started with Young over there, Nick Young. But sorry about that distraction. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you want to know you 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 want to know what you have with the young guys. You can't just play the old guy in this in this type of situation. It doesn't make any sense. So, yeah. With that, the bar fight for me, I, I man, I was going to give it to Chase Budinger with how a <laughs> little bit true trigger happy over there. Sure, you're playing against the Rockets, but. Well, yeah, great performance. Five of fourteen, almost twenty-seven. Oh, well, yeah, almost twenty-eight minutes. Just ah, one of five from three. The guy can't hit a three for his life anymore. Maybe next year type of thing. But I'm getting tired of maybe next year. Just a little bit. He got outplayed by Luke Richard Mamute on the offensive side of the ball, not the defensive side. I'm sure Luke Richard outplayed him defensively as well. So that's quite embarrassing. But <laughs> there's another guy that played even more poorly. Gosh, I didn't even want to mention Kevin Martin. He didn't play well against his former team either, but I'll, I'll leave him alone. He had an okay week. Uh, <laughs> Corey Brewer, way to show up there. Way to show up. Nice game. Wow. I mean, 17 minutes, almost 18 minutes. He didn't get in foul trouble or anything. He just, he was just out there, and he attempted three shots and turned the ball over once. And, oh, he did get a steal, though. And that's it. Good job. Good job. Time to smash the bottle over thy head. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, Joey, you uh I thought he I thought he uh <laughs> might have had some credits in the bank. Yeah, he uh, does. Mr. I'm sorry. Mr. Brew Crew. <laughs> I like him and yeah, I mean I, I know, but I have to rip oh, yeah, it. It sounds like it. <laughs> I like him, huh? It doesn't sound like sounds, it. Sounds like you do, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, still that game. I mean, yeah, that, that's the thing about Brewer. And I understand. Okay, I'm going to probably give it to Chase Bunniger, but it's like Brewer's. <laughs> listen <laughs> to me. I can't decide. Don't let me change your tape. Flip flop. 
stick to your guns, mate. It's all right. Yeah, look at me. It's like, I know, it's it's tough because both of them kind of pissed me off in this game, to be honest with you. Uh, just, I don't know. The Wolves just suck against Houston, to be honest. Thank God for Gorgie Zhang. So, yeah, no no bar fight on Gorgie here. No no bar fight on him. No, and, and I love Gory Brewer, but he turns in games like this sometimes where there's just nothing. He looks like the Cory Brewer that uh, we traded for uh, basically nothing with the, uh, oh, oh, that's right, Anthony Randolph for the Knicks. That was, <laughs> that was it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> nothing Randolph. from nothing means nothing. <laughs> oh, boy, Randolph. Yeah. That was pretty bad. So... Uh, hey, if you, can, if you don't want if you don't want Brew Crew, mate, we'll have him. Oh no! Well, then again, oh, okay. no. <laughs> you're trying to bring in you're trying to bring in the next Michael Cooper now, are you? <laughs> oh yeah, the word love. Yes. I heard him. Actually, interesting you bring him up. He was on uh, the uh, Max and Marcellus show mm-hmm. today, uh, but Marcellus wasn't there. But uh, yeah, he was really good. Uh, you should download the uh, podcast. Mm, so. Yeah, Max and Marcel, Marcel, excuse me. Marcellus Wallace? Nah. Uh, Marcellus Wiley. Uh, yeah, it's a really good show. I love it. Mm-hmm. Hey, one's a Lakers, one's a Clippers fan. But yeah, uh, Coop was on there. He was uh, he was awesome. Check it out. Cool. cool, yeah. One of the great defenders of all time, by the way, too. So, yeah, very, very cool. Very cool. And I do think Brewer would be incredible on the Lakers. Just I thought I'd throw that out. But, uh, <laughs> I hope we can keep him. I hope so. Just he's, 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 he's going to stop with these zeros over here. Look at him. Yeah, he's, he's got, got a like couple a like that. He's got like a four-year deal, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. It's actually a three-year, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, three-year deal. So, but I mean, yeah, I'll I'll keep him. I just hope he doesn't have too many of these. But I suppose this is one of those nights where nothing was going right, other than <laughs> Gorgie. Other than Gorgie, <laughs> he gets the award for Timberwolf of the Week. I'll just throw that in out there. No, I saw all of it. That was a very basic sounding award. Timberwolf of the week. <laughs> Creativity uh, is a is is a oh, mate. here. Mm-hmm. Mate, it's a no frills podcast. We drink beer. We can do whatever the hell we want. Mm-hmm. And we've got a sponsor. We can do whatever the hell we want. <laughs> yeah, we got a sponsor. Damn, we got tall grass over here. Manhattan, Kansas, by the way, is where they're from. Yes, yes. So Hank McCoy, Hank McCoy got 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 jealous over here. He said, "Hey, don't forget about me. You got to be uh, mentioning." The, you gotta, you gotta let me on the show a little bit here. He says, "Hey guys, just downloaded the latest show. Now this is on the Facebook page. You, you heard it in the jingle." And how can you find that Facebook page, Mister Awajin? Well, it's facebook.com forward slash Showtime and T Wolves. Nice. Yep, in the jingle. Yep, yep. I made sure that was in the jingle too. But <laughs> just in case you guys uh, were sleeping during that, or you just fast forward <laughs> button, there it is. <laughs> so he says, "Joey, you are such a Garnett hater." Boo. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah you, you, well, as a when you're a season ticket holder for a cup for about four years, and you see certain things that, well, you just you just certain things wear on you when it's like game in game out. You see the same re- repetitive stuff. Oh, it wore on me. Yeah, I'll just see, say that's it. I mean, we only watch Kevin Garnett all the way from Australia, so yeah. if you're sitting courtside. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, oh no, I wasn't. Tell us, guy. tell us, oh, well, <laughs> tell us. Well, to us, that's courtside. If you're a season ticket holder, you're sitting courtside here at our league. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. But, uh, all right, you've got a few rows back? Well, upper deck, lower upper deck, but uh, that's right. very, very good view, though, where I could see plays develop. Let's just say it was a nice uh, nice angle, but, mm, man, oh, okay. son of a gun. Well, you're qualified, mate, so if you want to hate it, go right ahead. 
Yeah, I mean, oh, oh, yeah. Like I keep teasing towards making a Timberwolves explosion episode you about it. You've got to. You keep. You know what? You should get Hank on for that one, so he can just. Ooh, you can, you can drill nice, into me. Mm-hmm. Have a nice blue over it. <laughs> yeah, because the thing is, it's not necessarily even the hate hatred. It's just oh, certain things wore on me. Let's just say, oh, they wore on me. Oh, oh. Yeah, some, well, Hank, some guys Hank are all on. about the camera. Mm-hmm. Hank wears on me when we record. So whoa. Mm-hmm. Oh, zing! <laughs> nice, no, good bloke. He's a good bloke. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I love Hank. Love Hank for for a blue guy. Anyway, <laughs> you got, got that got blue a, mask. Yep, it's got a skin condition. Mm-hmm. It's crusty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you look at his. You look at his Facebook page. He's got that blue skin. That's it. Trust me. Go to his Facebook page. Hank really McCoy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So Hank continues, by the way. Now, now he's addressing. Uh, now he's addressing the Vinrock. He's saying, "Vince, Kobe will sink the Lakers with his contract until he retires." <gasps> uh oh. I, I honestly, I am sick of people saying that cr- absolute crap. <laughs> How about people think before they make a, a comment like that? And I'm not directing that at uh, Hank, but really, I mean. We're not going after anyone at the end of this season. We don't want Carmelo. Mm-hmm. We're not going to get LeBron. We're just going to get a good draft pick. Then after next season, that's when we're going to hit players. We're going to hit the Kevin Loves and Kevin Durant and whoever else is available. We may not get them, but we're sure as hell going to throw as much money as we can at them. And then Kobe's probably re-signed for another two years after that anyway for at a cheaper rate. So just get over it. We know what we're doing. Well, Jeannie knows what she's doing. <laughs> so <laughs> shut up. <laughs> oh, I love that. That shut up. No, I remember when you say that on court side, but oh, oh man. I mean, we've won bloody 16 championships. I think we know how to build a roster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, a, just a little bit. Yeah. You got <laughs> Memphis Grizzlies are just like the Wolves right now, except, yeah, pretty much. Oh, I tell you, I've watched okay. that game today. Now he's going to up- I mm-hmm. sat down on the couch and the Grizzlies just coughed it up. So worry about your own team, McCoy. Yeah, they were beating the Heat, weren't they? Was it the Heat? Yeah, it was they the were. Heat. They coughed it up, mate. Absolutely oh. coughed it up. And then, yeah. Oh. Oh. But then again, look at the Wolves coughing up everything. Yet they finished that game. That Dallas game, I'm telling you, that was that was pretty cool, actually, the way they survived that. Very Two incredible. Mm-hmm. Two of my favorite power forwards of all time going at it that game. Love Dirk. it. Dirk. Yep, sorry. Dirk Namiski. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, look at me jumping on your touchdown call. Sorry about that. <laughs> That's all right. Sure. That. Mm-hmm. I'll allow it. All right. So, yeah, side note from uh, side note from Hank McCoy. Drinking cider. How about having something that will put some hairs on your chest once in a while? Oh. oh. I, know what he, I know what he's doing, the old McCoy. Let me tell you, McCoy, I've got more hair in my chest and back than you have in the top of your head, my friend. So, uh, zing. Zing. <laughs> Seen his hair? It's thinning at an alarming rate. Oh, my. It's got a nice, it's got a nice widow's peak happening. He must be saying you should you should be drinking an IPA instead. Yes, yes. No, no. Those 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 are hair on your chest. Yes, uh, as the, as like those silly sayings go. <laughs> pale ale, pale ale. Uh, yeah, so you got the pale ale from eight bit, but then you got Ethos IPA. That's a that's a little bit meaner. 
Nice. See, see, I've got to say, all all my Australian friends who have been to the states say mm. your beer sucks. Not yeah. not tall grass, of course, but you know your oh. Budweiser and stuff like that. Oh, said it's it's, it's a bit watery. Oh, yeah, your main stuff like Budweiser and and Millers. Oh my God, they're terrible. Oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah that that's the thing. See, people, yeah, see, like it's sad that people actually look at that as our main beer. I mean, obviously. Unfortunately, sales-wise, I it is. It's just the sad part is I don't know what's wrong with people. If they if they tried tall grass and you know obviously you know like craft beer, I mean well, they would throw that other stuff in the in the garbage because there's no flavor in it. You got to have craft beer. Well, here it's here it's like Budweiser, yeah. Miller and and Coors are your uh, your three yeah. main beers. Yeah, that's the sad part. When people import beers to other countries, like say we get some from other people, we get their we get their version of it, you know, Budweiser. We don't get their super high end stuff, and then you try the super high end stuff, and you're like, okay, you know. <laughs> yeah, because Bud, Budweiser Budweiser actually, I've been told that the stuff they send over here is is brewed differently to what you guys get. That's weird, and and I have heard stories about that as well with say Euro stuff. You know, there versus here. You know, when it gets imported, it's actually a little yep. different, I guess. Which, Not- which is what I hate because if I want to try Budweiser, yeah. I want to, I want to try what you guys are having so I can rate it. Yeah, really. Yeah, which so. is a three out of ten. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, it really out of the macros. I think Bud's better than Miller and Coors. Those are just. Oh. But obviously, Tallgrass destroys anything from Tallgrass oh. destroys Budweiser by a, by a country mile. Mm-hmm. Literally, yeah, we're talking. Yeah, we're talking Mark McGuire versus uh, versus my fiance, you know, in a in a home run derby. So <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're talking. Hmm. Uh, oh, now that I now that I'm finished with that goofy anecdote, <laughs> if there's anything left, yep. Anything left? Okay. I'd like to any shout outs? I want to give Hank McCoy a shout out and the Courtside Podcast, which I am a part of, obviously. Mm-hmm. So if you want to hear more of uh, if you want to hear more of that blue peanut, just check him out on there with me. And and check out uh, Joey's other show, Timbo's Explosion. Yes. And his uh, Minnesota Vikings podcast, Purple Mafia. And oh. he's got another one. He's just a podcasting whore. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> he, is, he also hosts a hockey podcast, uh, Minnesota Brave the Wild. Brave the, the Wild. Yeah. What's your team there? Minnesota Wild. Um, yeah, yep. Minnesota who Wild. I've adopted as my uh, hockey team. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Because right. I, I don't know anyone else, so I'll just stick. With, I'll stick with you, mate. We can just uh, let's go after that Stanley Cup. <laughs> yes, yes, it's about time too. Uh, the North Stars never got it in thirty years. It's time for the Wild to get one soon. Yeah. Soon. I mean, they they better. The window's still wide open, but they they better uh, hurry up because those windows close faster than than we think sometimes. Ugh. So hoping for the best there. I made some. Big old signings over the past couple of year, and now the young guys are getting better. Yeah, heck yeah. Oh, boy. Um, we cover everything here at Showtime and Tables, don't we? Yes, beer, we do. podcasting, more beer, and different sports. Absolutely. And, of course, on the sportstuff.com. Yep, that's where they all are. Like this show, the sportstuff.com, which I rudely didn't even mention at the beginning, but the sportstuff.com is obviously the flagship website for Showtime and T-Wolves. Absolutely. One final note I'm going to leave things with. This is, uh, well, <laughs> when you mentioned all those different shows that I've done, all the different podcasts I've done and all that stuff, <laughs> no, I'm not announcing my retirement. 
<laughs> but this is episode, if you want to combine all the shows I've ever done together, this is number 399. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so tomorrow night, Tim Rule's Explosion will be the big four double zero. <gasps> that is, uh, I thought it was going to be like a thousand or something, but that's, that's, that's still impressive, 400. Yeah, it should be a thousand, damn it, but no, no, it's... That's a lot, yeah. Whew, yeah, that's gonna that that's one of those like ten year type things if it happened. But I, I think told it you, will. you're you're a podcasting whore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think it will be a thousand if I'm consistent and hang around. So, and I'd like to hang around. So, I'd like yeah, to, why not? Well, like, you piss off a lot of people on Twitter, so you should hang around. I do. Uh, locally, I'm not too popular. Timberwolves <laughs> land. Timberwolves land. Viking land. Uh, I'm kind of, you know. Uh, I love it. I'm at work and I get a text from Joey going, "Yep, well, I've pissed off another person on Twitter." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they hate me. Timberwolves fans are locally. They're yeah. I need a little bit of mm, locally. I need a yeah. I need a little. I need. Uh, I need to drink to that pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it's rough. That, don't worry, mate. You've got fans in Australia who. Uh... Oh, thank thank you. Yeah, thank you so very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. All of you that do listen, and of course, Mr. Vince Germano, appreciate you so very much. I'm a good bloke. bloke. You are. (laughs) You are indeed. And who will. I'm I'm a better bloke than Hank, put it that way. Oh, zing! (laughs) Now I got copyright infringement all over this show. Uh, Checks in the mail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but with that, uh, just again, want to thank all of you that do listen. I appreciate you all oh so very much. But also, don't be afraid to tell a friend if you could. Do uh, rate us on iTunes as well. We'd appreciate it oh so very much. And we will give you a shout-out on the air and a big fat thank you. And, um, well, someday if we ever get T-shirts, we'll send one to you. <laughs> but until then, until then, it's been emotional. Go Lakers. Go Timberwolves. Go draft picks. Go draft picks.